So after after the phone call, the camera pulls in. You can uh, see around the pole there, and Walt's standing there. And so I guess he's he's been standing there the whole time that uh, Skylar and Marie were having their conversation. And the um, this this set that they're on, it was built in their in their offices in their set. Um, but it was based on a real location that they went to, but, uh, they built it so that they would have room to, uh, to film. That's good to know because that, especially it's based on a real location because that column, that sucker made that a really sad apartment. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, to have a column like that right in the middle like that, obviously it was perfect for this scene, but I'm glad to know that it, it was based on a real place. Cause, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's sadder. But the, uh, the reflection of Skylar in the microwave, that was just another, <gasps> another happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was awesome. Yes. So Skylar's going to give him five minutes to talk. And so she lights up another cigarette and they, uh, <laughs> they start their, uh, they start their talk. Uh, she tells him he looks terrible. Says, "Hey, but I'm feeling great." Uh, yeah, you can barely stand up, Walt. So um, then uh, Skylar tells him about the the Aryans who visited the house, and so he has another reason to uh, to kill them. I was so glad she told him about that. Mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't sure that she would, mm-hmm. and. Um... Uh, so I thought that was great that I don't know. I, I got a little bit of relief from that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, Walt says that, yeah, they're not coming back after tonight. And so, yes, something big is happening tonight. Um, he gives her the, the lotto ticket with the GPS, uh, burial coordinates. Uh, and so now the DEA can go find Hank and Steve. And give them a, a proper burial. Did y'all tear up th- with that? No, a little. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will. I will say. I don't really want to interrupt you, but I will say this entire scene is my favorite scene in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially what's to come. It's my favorite yeah. moment and favorite scene in the episode. Yeah. He he finally admits that. He did it for himself. You know, he, he did not do everything that he did for the family. It may have started out that way. He may have wanted to believe that, but no. He did it because he, he liked it. He was good at it. He was alive. Yeah. And again, you know, that's what he says to, to Jesse in, was it the in the pilot episode? I am awake. Mm-hmm. Right, that's right. That's what right. he says. And that's the reason back. that was his response to our, have you broken bad? Oh, no, some, uh, uh, somebody, yeah, did you suddenly a square like bad. you doesn't yeah. just break bad for something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for and no then reason. in the fourth episode of this first season, cancer man, um, uh, sorry, sorry. The next one, gray matter. Sorry. I'm looking at my notes, messing up with my notes again during the talking pillow scene. And then he says, me with 
some dead man, some artificially alive, just marking time. Uh, there's a question mark there. So it, it goes back to then as well, re- referring to himself as if he were taking, you know, 30 or 40 pills a day being dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that monologue that they use for that, um, the evolution of Walter White video. Oh, that yeah. I, it was from that episode. Yeah. I just think for Walter White, this, to me, this was the most important thing I feel he's said in this entire series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the most true thing he's ever said. Yeah. And it's the first time, because, I mean, I love the fact that Skylar initially starts to cut him off, and she actually says, if you, you start to tell me, if you start to say it's for the family one more time, and it, he finally is saying something, there's no longer denial attached to it. There's no longer a delusion, whether it be a delusion of grandeur or anything else attached to it. He's finally completely owning up to what's been the, at the heart of Walter White for the last, well, almost two years now, as we understand it. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it, it, to me, it's the best moment of the episode. But I, I also think that it's finally, he's finally owning up to Skyler is the key, because as Susan mentioned, he did this already. He, he explained himself to uh, his cohort. Um, he was always this open with Jesse. Mm-hmm. He could never be this open with Skylar because they were on a different plane as far as relationships go. And this is him now finally coming to terms with himself and Skylar about what he's already done with Jesse. Well, what? Well, I'm gonna. I'm not exactly gonna disagree with you. It's not. I wouldn't call it a disagreement. I'll just say what you're talking. I think what you're, if you're referring to the thing with Jesse from early on in the series. That's not, but it, that has nothing to do with all the, the 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 more and more disastrous and questionable decisions he makes from that point on. Where I, I, more, I, I, more and yeah, more, I, it was about okay. ego and pride, and he never owned up to it. this admission, like you just said, and where you are absolutely right. Yes, he's saying it to Skyler, but he's admitting it to himself. Finally, he's actually mm-hmm. saying it out loud because this is a man who's been in denial to himself all along. We've seen that time and time again. That's why I just thought it's, it's probably the most key moment for his character since the beginning mm-hmm. of the series. And yeah. he's had all that time in the cabin in New Hampshire to, you know, to think about this and right. to mm-hmm. look back on his life. And, you know, he can see that, yeah, Heisenberg was there all along. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually suspecting, though, that that moment of truth, the, the, the introspection, I'm thinking it really happened on the drive back home. Really? Yeah, because, you know, he, in the cabin, is when he decided to try to send the money home. And what got him over to the the bar was to call uh, Junior, still at that time, Flynn, uh, to find out the the friend's address and send it there. Mm -hmm. And when Flynn told him, why don't you just fucking die already, um, just the second time I'd forgotten it last week when we were talking about it, but that's the second time Flynn actually said that to him. Yep. It was in the, that's right, the I, talking pillow. Yep. Yeah. Talking pillow episode. Um, that's not the name of it, but yeah, no. the, the scene, sorry. Talking <laughs> yeah. pillow, pillow scene. Should've he been. said it then in a different way. <laughs> then he was being sarcastic. And last week he said it, meaning it yeah. last week, our time. Um, but so I felt like he, he was still deluded while he was at the cabin, which is why he, you know, was paying 
the disappearer to, to stay with them mm-hmm. and uh, why he thought he would be able to send the money back home, why he thought his family would actually accept it from him. Um, and it was, that was part of the veil lifting, the call from Junior, or not from, to Junior, what he heard from Junior. Um, but then I, my perspective is that on the drive back home, is when he really had those uh, those deeper realizations. You really I, believe in the power of country western music, don't you? Yeah, I was gonna say, I was, <laughs> he beat me to it. I was going to say, so Marty Robbins is what led him to. Uh... Well, go back and read all the lyrics in it, and, and oh, maybe <laughs> this isn't this isn't me disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing no, I know, with you at all. No, but it's funny because I personally, I mean, I do like um, that song um i like willie nelson i like waylon jennings there there are a few oh johnny cash but on the whole not on the whole i don't like cnw i don't like any of it that's new uh i i'm from texas but it's not the kind of music that i listen to but that is funny yeah i think it uh (laughs) it it spurred spurred (laughs) Uh Uh i was a slip um spurred his introspection there that put him on that time as as close to redemption as he could possibly come and also what 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 are some of the other songs on that cassette you know <laughs> yeah true yeah i i, I didn't look that up we okay should have. oh no <laughs> one please tell me you didn't susan please. no i didn't no one thing i'd like to go back to is um is our girl lydia and um the mention of her and and the uh and the masked intruders. Oh, yeah. One thing that struck me, and people have uh, complained, one thing I've heard people complain about is, like, they didn't feel Lydia deserved the fate that he uh, he, that he, he gave what? her. Uh, yeah, calm Yeah, how does she not down? deserve it? <laughs> but, well, they, they feel that she was, like, not as directly complicit. Like, they forget the fact that, like, she wanted Skylar dead. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay. we don't know. We, Walt doesn't know that at the time that he poisons Lydia. Because he poisoned her already. But he does know that Lydia is bloodthirsty because she was the one who pointed out all those guys to Walt, isn't she? Yes. Right. Yes. guys, yeah. Yes. Like, she was the instrument of getting all the guys who were behind bars taken care of when, when Mike wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Walt, Walt was the man. Yeah. You know right. what? So, he doesn't know... Okay. Like you just said, Walt has not been told that Lydia wanted Skylar dead. But I'll bet that Walt could deduce that on his own mm-hmm. because, you know, he knows that it was it was Todd's admiration of him or liking him or whatever that enabled him to, you know, that that got Uncle Jack not to kill Walt. Yeah. So uh, I think he right, may but be able to make she that. Didn't know, he, Walt didn't know anything about the little visit that Skylar had had from the. No, the, no, no. But right now, right I mean, now, he I, does. I, yeah. Yeah. I think when Walt, I think when Walt initially, po- you know, obviously poisons her, it's more due to the fact. Oh, you're right. She, he, she's, had po- he had already poisoned her. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. She, she's a loose end. Yeah. You know, because if things go the way they're going to go, if she's not dead, then maybe she could end up causing trouble in some form or another. Mm-hmm. So she, now, when he knows what Skylar has told him, that plays a part again in something we see in the final minutes because. Mm-hmm. He, 
he he definitely takes a lot more enjoyment in that moment that he wouldn't oh, have normally. It's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. I was crying. He took more joy in that than he did. With, so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. See, I think people who feel for Lydia in that moment are missing the point. That's all I. <laughs> Can I? Can I? Be, can I, can I, can I, be, I Lydia. I think she's a great character. I think she's I, a fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, since I'm the since I'm the guest here, I'll be more blunt about it. Uh, the people who feel that way are idiots. Okay, that's me saying it. <laughs> Director hate mail towards me. I'm used to it. Yeah. What's the know? email address? People, people, <laughs> Scott's personal email address is. Uh, I'll give you a Susan Monk's email. You're address. an idiot. <laughs> Scott.com. Right. <laughs> No, right. If they're emailing you, they'd be saying I'm an idiot at Scott. Well, that would be well, that would be the truth of it, actually. Right. That's, but, uh, that's, that's, if, yes. if there are people out there complaining about Lydia in that fashion, the only thing I would agree with someone the other night did express some sympathy for the fact that Lydia's daughter will end up finding her. It's like, okay, yeah, I feel bad for the kid the way yeah. I feel bad for Brock or any of the of any other kid. Right. But you know, you know what? I bet those ten guys who were in prison who were who got killed had, had kids too. I bet oh, they had kids, and she kids. wanted them dead. Yeah. You know? what about yeah, it, don't forget all the guys that were killed in in uh, Germany. In the no, in, yeah, the, in the bunker. bunker. Oh, right, the bunker. Absolutely right. I'm sure they have some kids. You know, yeah. yeah. At, at least, least it looks like she died of the of the flu. You know, as opposed yeah. to being bloody or whatever. So she'll get yeah. her wish. She won't be. She won't be uh, made to vanish. Her, her daughter will just find her decaying and dead in her bed. Cool. Yeah, and know and, and know that you know she Lydia didn't abandon her daughter. Mm-hmm. I I know we need to get back to the you know the Skyline yeah. Waltz scene, but just one more thing for me anyway. Since we're talking about Lydia, um, oh. and and why Walt poisoned her? Yes, yeah, since he didn't know about that visit yet. Part of me also thinks that he was getting rid of the um he was getting rid of heisenberg so that he could go out as heisenberg you know and and nobody else would be able to continue it and lydia what i mean lydia couldn't cook but she was distributing okay that's interesting i hadn't thought of that that's not bad yeah okay dismantling his whole network yeah yeah so tearing down the empire that he built yes Oh, I so like that. So it really okay. dies with him, and and he gets full credit, even if it's just in his own mind or whatever. And because um, that's yeah. all that I really mean, counts, right? That's a little right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all I'm all about getting full credit for something, so I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little petty. I I I much prefer the idea that he's have you met Walt? Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is an enlightened Walt talking about now this is the calm wall this isn't the vim and vigor screaming at the top of his lungs begging for no. his life wall yeah. but we no saw we you saw a couple days ago you know when he saw the charlie rose interview he mm-hmm. still has those little petty buttons to push mm-hmm. right? yeah but look at the resolution of that my my thought was he was gonna whack him and that's yeah. not what he had in mind at all this is this is tcb wall he's in town he's taking care of business of mm-hmm. every kind, every form. He's make he's made a list. He's checking it twice. And he's gonna take care of everything. And he's and, made it so that he can walk around town almost in the open and not be. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> as we, this as is badass, Walt. As yeah. we surmise, Badger and Skinny Pete are calling the police, and they're they're probably on the other side of town, wherever he might be, which I think is part of his plan. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This no, he's is the so... badass part I was talking about, man. And this show paid off. 
Yeah. <laughs> Team Walt. <laughs> that was my take up on Steve Holt. I don't, but no one saw that. My arms were raised when I said, it. "Sorry." Oh Team Holt. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I'm never gonna top that this podcast. So I'm gonna mute myself now. Scott's <laughs> <Scott> out. Scott's <laughs> out. Okay. Soon to be a ringtone. Yeah, absolutely. So Walt and Skyler still chatting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I, I mean, this is a great tangent to get on. Um, mm-hmm. But man, when I was rewatching yesterday, I was outright crying during this scene because of this, the, you know, the degree of resolution that they had, but also how sad and uh, the looks between them and, yeah. oh my God. All yeah. right. So. Back yeah, to you, Susan. Another scene of, of looks. So um, <laughs> he yes to see to see to see Holly. And we get we get another, you know, we get a another cute baby acting scene with with sleeping Holly. And uh, she's so cute. Oh. Right, the cutest part of breaking bad. <laughs> it got me. Yeah. And then Another and then another look over to Skyler and he leaves. And what man, I, what I loved yeah. about that, mm-hmm. if that had been written by a lesser writer, it would have been he needed to be reminded to leave his daughter. He would have been it would have been like a moment too long with her. But he got up before having to be told that. And a mm-hmm. lesser writer would have had more of a moment between him and Skyler saying their final goodbye. But mm-hmm. they didn't do that. They didn't because it's not about that. He's not going to have that kind of moment. Him, her looking at him while he's looking at the baby in a way that's her final going to be her final memory of him, her yeah. final goodbye. Yeah. Because you see, there's still we don't know how small an iota it is at this point, but there's still some love for this man or this monster for her. And I, I right. yeah. I went, that's why she won the Emmy, people. That's why yes. she won the Emmy. I I could feel between them like this desire for something else, you know, or something, obviously something else, but in that moment, something more, but they couldn't do it. You know, there was too much between them at that point, too much separation. Mm-hmm. There's a big fucking column between them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as he's walking by, I could feel that. And the human in me wanted to say to the humans in them, just hug for Christ's sake. But I totally agree that it, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have been as good writing-wise, you know, story-wise. This was perfect. But I loved, well, what made it perfect was that the feeling, for me anyway, was there. Maybe that's just my interpretation of it. But um, it looked like it was hard for yeah. her not to reach out. Yeah. As hard for her not to reach out as it was for him to walk away. Mm-hmm. Right. What was great was that even in this final episode, in these final minutes, they still remained true to the characters and true to the story, which certain other shows didn't do. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Dexter. <laughs> well, I was about to say, Mando, Fuck when you were sa- yeah, when you were saying that, uh, sorry, uh, that Walt was sort of walking around a plain sight, you know, he was that badass. Um, you know, like Hannah McKay. Oh my God, sorry, and Dexter. Oh, oh you, mean, you mean like carrying a body out of a hospital? And, um... Oh yeah, there you God. go. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get so angry thinking about it. Yeah. I think you need to write an uh, an episode titled "This Man, This Monster" for your show. <laughs> Nice. Mm. I like the reference. Cool. <laughs> Susan, so, I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> so, so then uh, he leaves and stands outside and watches his son arrive home from from school on the bus, and he walks to the apartment and goes in and. And Walt is sadly watching from from outside through the laundry room out there. And that's, you know, after that phone call the week before, the episode before, it's not, you know, if he, if he tries to make contact with his son, he's getting arrested. Right. The, the tragic thing about this is this is the last time he's going to see his son and that last conversation he had with him, we know what Walt Jr. thinks of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only slight saving grace that Walt might have, and it's not going to erase everything, absolutely, but if Skylar does choose to tell him at some point soon about the story that Walt told her, so at least Flynn will know that his father didn't murder his uncle. Yes. So at least there'll be that. Still can think he's a horrible person, but at least he won't think his his father killed his other father figure, which at least might be some relief to the kid. Right, right. Junior, and... you're my big man. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> Damn you, Chris. <laughs> <sighs> so then we're at the compound. It's nighttime, where this thing is going to happen tonight. So, <laughs> Kenny loves uh, Walt's classic car, and uh, he uh, he's you know as as he he greets Walt and looks around in the car and sees there's there's nothing suspicious inside the car. Hmm. <laughs> and so he gets in. They drive up, and uh, Walt doesn't park where he's supposed to, but whatever, that's fine. And they search him. And he, of course, he has no weapons or a wire or anything. So. I kind of love the scene where Walt parks the car. Oh, because, yeah? Because, yeah, I, I, it's like that honorary old man who won't do what you tell him to do. Oh, it's absolutely. like, just, just go straight on in, man. Nope, nope, that, whatever. Like, yeah. I thought that was played perfect. <laughs> oh, yes. that's, that's exactly how, I mean, Walt's looking pretty Old. He's looking pretty beat. And... I was going to say, I love that you said ornery old man, because the whole episode, he, he's even walking differently. You know, he's hunched over a little bit. He is like an old man now. Well, yeah, because he's so sick. Yeah. But, you know, just, just good phrase there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been driving a Grand Torino. Is that what we're saying? Here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where we're going. I hate that movie. <gasps> no. Oh my lord! I, we will have we will have words if you're saying oh that movie. Is I After agree. The podcast. I agree. It's no Iron Man three. So anyway, go on. Go on wow. <laughs> uh oh. Do we have to pause now and let you guys work this out? I don't. I don't care that much about Grand Torino, so we're not. All gonna... right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I could care less about it. All right. So, um, and then... Uh, I thought it was a Delta 88. Is it a Delta 88? Is this Sam Raimi's car? <laughs> I have no idea what car it was. Ooh, dead silence. So, oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't research the car. Sorry. <laughs> Good podcasting. Go on. <laughs> Is it a 500? Or a 425? 425. You want the 500. <laughs> I love Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> so, um, but my then... God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did think that. I swear I did think oh, that. The headshot. I was like, oh, they killed Kenny, you bastard. <laughs> you old bastard. <laughs> you cancerous bastard. <laughs> So when when uh, Walt goes in, Jack asks him the question that uh, all of us viewers have been wondering: Is that a wig? <laughs> Is that hair? See more questions being answered. Exactly. <laughs> Not your real hair. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing? Shaving. I love it. I love it. Can't let it go. It's not just one question. He keeps talking yeah. about that. That is one fine head of hair. You look like shit. <laughs> your hair looks hair. Let me run my fingers through your hair. <laughs> so you do a ponytail like me. <laughs> yeah, maybe a few more months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's corpse. Jeez. <laughs> so. Um, so, you know, Walt tells him about the new method he has. They don't need methylamine, but it's okay because Jack has a methylamine connection still through Lydia because the heat's off her now, so she can go back to however she was doing it before. They're going to take Walt away and and kill him because they, they don't need him, but he brings up Pinkman again. He brings up Jesse, and says. I forgot to mention where a certain Todd. Uh, well, no, I was going to say keys and wallet are placed. Well, they're taken from him. Yeah, by yeah when they get patted down. Yeah. he asks for them back. They do not comply. He says, "Don't worry about it. You'll get it." <laughs> And then they put it on the pool table. Yeah. So during the whole scene, we keep seeing Walt looking at those keys. So it's kind of, we realize everything's about those keys. It has nothing to do with what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just like the little moment when he tries to have Todd back him up. (laughs) And then Todd just looks at it like, Mr. Wyatt, you really shouldn't come back. And I was like, oh, Todd. (laughs) I bet you're so sad having to say that. Poor Todd. Oh. But he's, you know, Walt's, uh, he knows how to get, how to get to Jack. You know, he's basically calling, uh, calling Jack a liar, saying he, that Jack has partnered with Jesse and Jesse's his cook. And, you know, so, so Jack didn't fulfill the, uh, terms of, of what he promised to, uh, to kill Jesse. So then, uh, Jack has to, has to prove that, that Jesse is not his partner, and so he orders Jesse brought in. What was hysterical about this, we were talking about Uncle Jack 
couple, over the last couple episodes, and that pretty much Uncle Jack's decisions have been very, for the most part, fairly pragmatic. Mm-hmm. You know, with the only one maybe not being so logical was allowing Jesse to live because Todd's got a crush on Lydia. But he tends to operate, you know, he, he sees the forest for the trees. He's got a plan. What have we said about every character on the show is that whenever they act out of emotion, they, they, they feel yeah. on impulse, it's a bad decision. That's, yeah, and that's, so that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so that's half of it. The other half is Uncle Jack fulfills one of the classic villain things, which... Every time a villain does it, you're like, no, 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 you just kill the guy. You just kill the guy. But no, he has to prove himself to this guy that he's going to kill, you know, in a, a minute later anyway. But he wants him to die knowing that he was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's like a villain trying to lay out their master plan to, like, yes. James Bond. Like, no, why are you telling him? Kill him. I, I think they made a joke about this in one of the Austin Powers movies. Like, yeah, Exactly. So this is where Uncle Jack kind of like, oh, you're 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 letting your anger about being accused of working with a rat mm-hmm. take over. And I, I get, no, I totally get it, and it's it's pr- appropriate for his character. Even but Todd I, questions it when he tells right. Todd to go and get him. Todd's like Uncle Jack, and he's like, go on, <laughs> <laughs> let's get this over with, and I'll kill you myself. <laughs> yeah. Todd's, yeah. Todd's the one guy who doesn't act out of emotion because you know, he's a sociopathic he has mm-hmm. none yeah. exactly. he, he, can, he doesn't have an eat ship either apparently so. can, I take that? <laughs> can I take the, the emotion thing back to it this is the other thing I'd written in my notes maybe he just has a boner for Lydia I don't know. Yeah, that's not emotion, or, that's something else, it's blood very, very <laughs> yeah. he has an engorgement for Lydia Oh, Lord. Okay, so so back in season one, the episode called Cancer Man, um, when Gretchen and, uh, well, when Elliot offered Walt a job, Walt, you know, Skylar, of course, wants him to take it. And uh, Walt tells Skylar, I just don't want emotions ruling us. Because so, just pointing out, it goes back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Walt actually said it. And Cancer Man was an episode of The X-Files. Oh, yeah. so even more circling. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew Every time that, you say but... it, it's like X-Men, X-Files is what comes to mind. I, I, I knew about the X-Files thing, but Kelly, that's an amazing catch there. I, yeah. I wish I had remembered that because it, it's all about that. It's been about that for so long. Wow, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well done. Well, if I'd really been doing my homework, I would have found it before tonight, but better late than never. You knew the words to El Paso. You you fulfilled yeah. your obligation. <laughs> That's pretty fulfilled your <laughs> obligation. I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> you get the gold star for tonight. Oh, you get the blue. You get the blue man. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, Chris. Oh, and then the show is awesome. The end. <laughs> I told you I should have done the final act. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So Todd goes and gets Jesse, brings him on the long walk in chains um, back to the clubhouse. And Uncle Jack is like, you see, is that a partner? Does that look like a partner to you? (laughs) He's getting into his whole, um, you know, 
the, uh, let me show you just how much of a partner this rat is to me. I've been treating him like a dog. And here's where Walt sees Jesse for the first time in since he sentenced him to this hell. And you get the idea that, uh, you know, there's there's some recognition there of um, the partner that he used to have. But Walt's also doing his best every chance he can to get closer and closer to those keys on on the uh, on the uh, pool table. This this was the the moment I was referring to earlier. Their the looks that they give each other and what they're thinking is I, I was saying it's open to interpretation because there's so many possible thoughts that are going through both of their heads. I mean, I think we all know, especially you know, especially knowing how it all turns out. But it's everything. It's pain. It's sorrow. It's resentment. It's fear. It's resignation. It's shock. It's it's such a great little moment there between the two of them. Yep. When you were saying that he um, treating him like a dog, I mean that's exactly what what poor Jesse looks like—a little traumatized, scared dog. Well, he's, he's been dog. the rabbit dog, and now he's mm-hmm. the trained puppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, chained he's been, dog. Yep, he's what been chained, abused dog. Well, there's been the, well, there's been the dog reference to Jesse all all season. You know, ever since uh, Saul was referring to him as old Yeller yeah. uh, mm-hmm. analogy. So, yeah. And he's been on a leash. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So um, this leads to Walt um, basically charging Jesse and taking him down. And the boys are, are, are looking around. We also get the guy who is in the reclining chair. Do we know that guy's it's name? Kenny. It's Kenny? Yeah. Kenny's in the reclining chair. Now they switch places. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> because Kenny's like enjoying that looking line. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they 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 put extra airbags in it so that we could see that it was really moving. Oh, funny! <laughs> and, yeah. and and don't forget he did he did grab the keys before he ended well, yeah. up. On, yeah, yeah. He's definitely, it's, finally grabbed those keys. It's it's a key point, you might say. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to and cut once that out. down on the ground, and after wrestling around, he's trying to push that button, and you gotta assume it takes a little time to spin up the speed. But then we start getting the uh, the trunk pops open, <laughs> and the robot. How, do we not talk about him building the robot in the in the yeah, desert? Yes, I yeah. talked about it. Okay, maybe you were in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the robot that he built is in full effect. Um, Walt's last piece of science for us, as uh, the M60 spins up and starts spitting lead, and um, it just tears this room apart. Uh, Walt is actually covering Jesse with his body, uh, protecting him from any shrapnel that may... Uh, uh, result, but like everybody gets a piece. Even the guy outside is conveniently on the right side of the car. Yeah. <laughs> take it down. <laughs> so, um, it's kind of a beautiful bit of uh, of showmanship, it's, and and it answers a question like I had: How is a um, a person with uh, the the stage of cancer, lung cancer, mind you, that Walt has going to be able to handle such a big piece of machinery. And 
answer is uh, he isn't. <laughs> His robot will. And Jesse once said robots, didn't oh, he? You, you beat me to it. I've been, I've been I kept waiting for a moment for you to pause. I was going to say that. It's a callback to, uh, I think it's uh, four days out, maybe, when he says it, when they're trying to come up with a you know, some scheme, and Jesse comes up with the idea, you're going to build a robot? <laughs> thought, oh, okay. Robots, oh. bitch! Here it is! <laughs> Gotta wait a year, but yes, he did build a robot. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it chews through the in, entire group, and at one point you see Walt kind of hitch over. Like, um, mm-hmm. he's been he's hit. been shot, right. Yeah. Um... One person who hasn't been shot <laughs> is Todd. Todd gets as low as possible, as cool as possible. Well, he and... was already on the floor because Uncle Jack told him to get to separate Walt and Jesse. Ah. So he didn't drop. He was already yeah. down. Oh, that's and that was an- another humorous moment. Yeah. Said, uh, get him off. Yeah, get both of them off. Yeah, well, I mm-hmm. I also like that that mo- that brief moment when we see Walt and Jesse essentially wrestling on the floor. That it mirrors the same shot of Walt and Skylar fighting. Instead of mm-hmm. instead of the knife being held above them in oh, the foreground, yeah. it's the remo- it's the car mm-hmm. remote. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same thing. It's done the same way. It's really, I didn't realize mm-hmm. the remote was in the foreground. Yeah, yeah like it was the, the most prominent thing in the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've only seen it the once. And, and, I, and you were having a party as well, so you're forgiven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty beautiful, the, the carnage. <laughs> that was <laughs> um, There are a few survivors. Uh, Jack is not quite down for the count. He's shot, but he's, he's, he's not dead, and he's crawling away. And uh, Todd makes his way over to the window once the the firing stops to look outside and survey what's going on. And he seems amazed at what, what he sees. The, the, what do you uh, think he was thinking? Because, you know, when he turns to say, Hey, Hey, Mr. White. Yeah. I think he was thinking it was like a crew of dudes. He'd be seeing outside the window. Mm-hmm. And what he sees is a car with a fucking robot gun. <laughs> Oscillating outside, and he's yeah. like, "Holy fuck, dude, that's awesome!" Only uh, at that point, I I do admit I was in the middle of the party, and I scream, "Choke him out!" <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, the chains of wrath yeah. slipped over yeah. Todd's neck as Jesse does exactly that thing at that moment. Yeah. And it was so beautiful as Jesse's like wrestling with Todd. Uh, attempting to choke him to death, um, and um, you you actually get to hear a, a, a loud snap as Todd's neck breaks. Yeah. So many many moons of suffering are resolved in that one little bit of time. Um, meanwhile, uh, Walt has gotten the gun. Uh, he's up again, and uh, he goes over to. Um, Uncle Jack, Uncle Jack starts, you know, spinning what what this guy might possibly want, and what do I have to offer? And he's like, ah, the money. <laughs> if you want to see any of that, he doesn't even get to finish it. Just like, uh, Hank. just like Hank, Hank went out, uh, Walt takes out uh, takes out Jack mid sentence, fills the. <laughs> 
fills the screen with jelly. <laughs> I, I love that he needed his cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> he's about good. to be blown away. Like, wait, wait, wait a second, and he reaches down to pick up his cigarette to make sure that's in his mouth. I love that. That's a nice little comic moment. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But it, it absolutely mirrors the Hank thing. Um, they're both cut off in mid-sentence when they're shot, except Hank is the one who goes out with some sort of dignity and acceptance of his fate. Meanwhile, Uncle Jack is just in bargaining mode, and he, he doesn't understand what's happening. He doesn't understand that it's not about the money anymore. Right. Yeah. It was also it, Walt walking over there with the gun aimed at Uncle Jack. Of course, reminded me of Uncle Jack doing that to Hank, but then also of Jack doing it to Declan out in oh, the yeah. uh, desert. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But um, Walt turns around now and he has the gun and Jesse's there. And you're worried. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was worried that he was going to actually turn the gun on Jesse. Um, but instead he puts the gun down on the ground and kicks it over to him. Um Jesse picks up the gun, points it at Walt, and Walt says, uh, you know, do what you got to do. Jesse uh, wants to hear Walt ask for it. He's like, tell me this is what you want. (laughs) And Walt up complies and tells him, this is what I want. Um, Do it. And Jesse decides at that point he's done doing things for Walt. Um, He's done with all of it. And that's the final uh, set of looks that you see. He basically tells him, you know, (laughs) die on your own terms or your own way. But uh, they have one final um, shared glance of, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) Actually, no, they they head outside. That's later. later, Oh, yeah, that's right. The phone rings. You've got the a phone, little phone call in between. The phone <laughs> rings. Sing. Oh, my. oh Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> also, also, have you notable. sing, Lydia? These Lydia also... the tattooed lady. When, when, I also think it should be notable that this is a 75-minute episode, whatever. These words that we hear Jesse say, these are the only things we hear Jesse say in this entire episode. So oh. he, only ha- he only has like basically like 12 words or something like that in the entire episode. <laughs> hmm. But they're important wow. words. Oh, they're absolutely. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Just I was, dripping that's with why I was close. And the other yeah. thing is, he yeah. also notices that he's that before he drops the gun and says, "Do it yourself." He also notices him, that Walt has been shot. So he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Lydia call or there's a phone call, and you can gather it's Lydia. It's it's on. Um, can we do it? <laughs> oh Lydia, Lydia, Lydia. Oh, Lydia. <laughs> oh, Lydia, the dude lady. <laughs> and it just goes over and over and over and Walt makes his way over to uh over to Todd, reaches into his pants, pulls out the cell phone. Where's he going with this? He's too much maybe too much detail, Chris. <laughs> Pocket. It's called the pocket. Yeah, pocket. Didn't reach into his pants. That's gross because he's dead. How old are we? (laughs) All right. Doesn't matter. It's it's boinking bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he pulls out the phone and he hears a voice on the other side saying, is it done? <laughs> is it over? Um, Did and... you get him? Did she ask that? So she, so she yeah. says, is he gone? Is he gone? Yeah. And Walt answers, he's gone. But Walt isn't disguising his voice. Walt's just yeah. using his own voice. And Lydia's not getting that. Lydia, by the way, doesn't look so hot. Oh, she's got she looks, like... She looks worse than Walt. Yeah, she's she got the, the the pale face on, like the makeup off, that's kind of sweaty. Uh, you know, humidifier going, uh, humidifier firing off in the background, and uh, she she wants more details. She she's like, Are, "Is it finished? Is it is it over?" And um, Walt says, it, "It's it's finished. They're all gone." And this is the point where she starts getting the fact that this isn't Todd. <laughs> that she's <laughs> and uh Walt starts asking Lydia like how are you feeling <laughs> and starts diagnosing her over the phone <laughs> giving her the exact details of how she's feeling because he tells her that he's spiked that stevia crap that she puts in her tea <laughs> with rice in, and basically tells her Goodbye, Lydia. <laughs> it, it, I have to say, it's probably one of the moments I imagine people were cheering because just the way he delivers those lines. How are you feeling? Under the weather? Like you got the flu? I was like, oh. And I think that's fueled by what Skylar told him that he wouldn't oh, necessarily have. Yeah, he wouldn't have acted that way. But after what Skylar told him, of course he's going to pick up that phone and twist that knife in her. Of course he will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> before before you go to the very last, well, I guess sort of two last scenes. Um, l- let me ask: How many people has Walt killed, or did Walt kill, um, like himself? Okay, not himself. Um, the sure. way he killed Mike and Jack. You know, like in their face. Crazy like, eight. Act- yeah. Okay, yeah, true. Okay, God, why do I always forget about him? And yet, okay, that's crazy eight. Hooked me on the, the, show. the two, the two, th- the two drug dealers that were going to kill Jesse. Um, he runs oh, them over yeah. and then okay. shoots them. Um, Never he, mind. Yeah. he shoots at least, I think, two guys at the lab when he he shows up before they burn the lab down. Oh yeah. Out yeah. of the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> the elevator door opens. Yeah. Bam, bam. You're right. I don't know why I forget about those because. Uh, you know, with him setting up the, the M60 to shoot like that and, um, you know, hire, having the other, of course, he can't get the prison to, prisons to kill 10 people. But I, I still think of him as being fairly hands off with the killing, even though he's ordering them and he's responsible for them. But no, thank you all for those reminders, because he's he's definitely been more hands on. OK, yep. he's a kingpin, but he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. Yeah, so. definitely it's, not. It's just when it's family, he won't get. Yeah. But everyone else, he'll kill. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're like dogs. (laughs) They were in his way. Yeah. (laughs) They needed to be removed. He had things to do. (laughs) He wasn't finished yet. Yep. And uh, this is where we get the final farewell, which is uh, between Walt and Jesse. And uh, there's not a bitch to be said 
in this episode, mind you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Jesse gets into the car, drives off, and is just crazy, man. (laughs) It's like, woo! (laughs) One of those... uh, one of those shots where, like, you know, just pent up anguish is expelled. He's laughing and screaming all at once. It's kind this of, isn't yeah. the impossible it's, has happened. He, yeah. he he doesn't have this kind of luck. The and rabbit dog is now a happy dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it's been Alaska. transferred to Jesse. The luck of Walt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then maybe he does make it to Alaska. <laughs> I think. Or he gets arrested two minutes later. Whatever. One or the other. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> One or the other. He either goes to Brock or he just keeps going. But uh, at this point, Walt decides to take a tour of the lab one last time. He's uh, actually patting one of the uh, vats, um, much like he was patting his daughter's head. Uh, yeah. Only oh. leaving, leaving a smear of blood behind because he he's 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 not long for the world. And he collapses. We do uh, one of those spin ups from uh, his prone position, and I, I was thinking this has been seen multiple times in Breaking Bad. It's like you don't have to go to Lost. It's like this is yeah. Jesse on the carousel. This is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt in the crawl mm-hmm. space. This yeah. is, you know, that, tons that of tons of other scenes have have mimicked oh, yeah. this throughout the series. Absolutely. Um, I'm one of those who feels like, <laughs> you know, to me, Walt wasn't dead in that moment <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I've seen too many comic books where, like, this is an end sequence and then, like, the guy's still alive. <laughs> five months later for some stupid reason. Well, that but... always happens with serial killers, so <laughs> it is possible. But then, yeah, I kind of got the sense his, his he he was kind of, he was dying and he was, you know, leaving his body as the camera was rising. So, Well, it was, what it was... I know that's the intent, but that's, like, yeah. honestly, I've seen this too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. And, and then, of course, was... on Talking Bad, they said he was dead. Yes. If there was going to be a sequel, then yes, Jason slash Walter White would be rising from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a prequel, so we're not, and it's not going to be with Walter White. <laughs> but kind of like what I said earlier when he prays to God and he gets the keys, whatever. That's why I thought the reverse of this shot is when we're, we're looking from, it's a God point of view, as we're rising from him. It's like he's fulfilled He's fulfilled his mission, what he set out to do, and now we're rising from with this God perspective. I really, I like that. And I, I was frustrated when people mentioned another TV show, and I'm glad you pointed out that they've done a shot like that several times on this series. So I don't, I wouldn't uh, give him that kind of credit. Well, and Walt's eyes didn't close at the end, so it, it's not just like that other TV show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we do see the police come in. Uh, Step and around him. <laughs> make their way up to the body right. as we go into the rafters. Excellent. And uh, the final shot is uh, a hat with a thank you in the desert. If I believe, I, I believe that's the deal. It's it's the Heisenberg hat. I, that was a 
I think that was an ad from AMC thanking Breaking Bad and its fans yeah. and producers. So the last Post shot is, 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 is him uh, is him dead on the floor. So you just had like a you did actually have your own lost moment there because it's like the people who confused the wreckage <laughs> on the beach <laughs> as right. being part That's of the right. episode when it actually wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I liked that with the crane shot like that that the lab was long and narrow, um, hearkening back to the RV. And, and then also pulling up like that, um, you know, it, it, Susan, like you keep pointing out, when they build a space to, to get the angles that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this was even kind of showing okay, it is a show. Now, I know that those lights were, that that's what the inside of their lab looked like. But to me, when they pulled up as as high as they did, it was kind, again, to me, showing some of the magic behind the scenes. And so we left, you know, feeling sad about everything and it's all over and everything's destroyed and ruined. All these people are dead, but it's just a show. Actually, I didn't feel sad at the end of the show. That's what I was expecting to feel, but like yeah. this just left me really satisfied. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was, feel happy that it, it stuck that landing. I was also mm-hmm. happy, and I yeah. was going to say, Kelly, you got your happy ending. Kind, kind, kinda. But <laughs> I was, I was, I was happy, but I was crying throughout it, and yeah. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that. Uh, also, the going back to what he says in that Volvo in the very beginning, when he talks about just get me home, and when we end, because he actually doesn't have a home anymore in New Mexico. You know, the lab a, is his home? The yeah. meth lab is yeah. clo- where he feels most at home. He's That's a why, chemist and he's in the lab. So when he's walking around that lab, he's looking at everything lovingly. When he picks up that yeah. gas mask, he's remembering it's like, it's the first time he comes close to like smiling, really, in the episode. So it's mm-hmm. It's, it's it's I don't want to call it sweet. That might be a little too far, but it's it's nice. He died but, with a little smile on his face, didn't he? Right. Someone someone yesterday. I, I can't take credit for this, but it was it made me laugh. So I have to repeat it. That and I'll we'll do the lost thing. This will be my one lost reference. <laughs> that the uh, but it was too funny not to mention it. At the end of Lost, has Jack and Vincent the Golden Lab lays down next to him, and he has some Breaking Bad. <laughs> Walt is surrounded by his lab. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, you just made a connection between a, go- between a golden Labrador and a meth lab. That's brilliant. I, I got to mention that tomorrow. So now I have. Okay, but then what about the name? Vincent the Lab and Vince Gilligan? Oh, gosh. Also, we, I think we should point out that the, um, unlike a certain other, other show, and I don't mean Lost, um, when they use music on this show, it's just for one scene, not for a montage in this time. And they play uh, Baby Blue by Badfinger. Yeah. Uh, or Breaking Badfinger. Well, anyway. Um, and I, from what I understand, I mean, that's a, that's, that song's at least, I think, 35, 40, 40 something years old. And I think it's like, it might have hit the top 10 on iTunes today or something. So wow. That's, Gosh. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. And well, and, and, that was one of the things. So I, I didn't love. I liked the use of the song there. It is great. What I didn't love about it, my first watch through, 
is that it pulled me out of the the mood that I was in, feeling sad. Because no, it's not an uplifting song, but compared to everything that had just happened, it it felt the music, not the lyrics, felt more uplifting. Again, not exactly the right word, but compared to where I was, it pulled me up. And it wasn't so, in the mood you were in. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it pulled me out of the depths of the mood that I was in, and I wasn't quite ready yet. Like, I was enjoying um, crying and, and being sad and satisfied. I mean, it was a totally satisfying mood. Um, on my second watch through, I was ready for it and, and it was okay. I, I still felt like I would have wanted to wait a few more moments, a few more beats, if you will. Um, but that was my only, it's not even a critique or criticism. It was just, I wasn't ready to come out. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) You know? Well, my contention about Breaking Bad in general and specific and specifically the finale is that this is not a show, this is not a tearjerker type of a show. They don't they don't use swelling music to try to cue an audience to, to feel a certain way. They don't they don't create they don't have scenes that are purely manipulative just to get tears out of us. So any tears we got from this episode, I think were hard earned. Either being the scene with Skylar or seeing the very end, because we're saying goodbye to to me, a great character and a great show. And that's why I was crying at the end of it. It wasn't simply what was happening on screen. My, I'm also looking at the clock, and I'm realizing this is the last minute of Breaking Bad. This is the last new minute I'm ever going to see of this series. And that moved me to tears. I was genuinely upset by that. So the song coming on, I, I, I remember you saying that, and I actually I understood that. It reminded me of comments that people made about um, Game of Thrones a couple of times, where there would be a song that would come on over the end credits that kind of was a weird juxtaposition to what we had just seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the way they used the song here in Breaking Bad, and this is, I'm totally just pulling this out of my ass, so it might be ham-handed. It was kind of Vince Gilligan's way of telling me, or not telling me, telling all of us, it's going to be all right. No, it's just about you, Scott. All right, it is just about me. <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll fast forward a year, motherfucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that, that's kind of how I took it. It was like, all right, it, it's, it's going to be okay. And you, you didn't pick a Journey song, at least, so there's that. So, <laughs> although I kind of wish they had. They had already done that. Yeah, they had already done it. It's like, does Journey have a song about blue? Let's check. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, no, and, and that is a good point. I, I, I did take it that way as well. Like, it, it, it is okay. Don't be sad. Um, yeah. I, I just wanted another moment there. Mm-hmm. And I have it now. I mean, it, honestly, even just talking about uh, the, the Skylar in the kitchen scene makes me start to tear up. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, the, uh, the final moments, because when we... First, first we slightly hear the police sirens off in the background, and then we finally see them when he's by the vat, whatever. That was the point I was getting at earlier on when they were talking about, when we realized that it's probably Badger and Skinny Pete who've been calling the police off and on all day, trying to misdirect them. Because the one thing I was thinking about when I was watching this that final few minutes, when I wasn't, you know, when I wasn't soaked up in my own tears, was, okay, this Nazi compound, they're not near anybody. This, we're assuming this is like miles and miles away from the nearest, you know, civilization. It's a Nazi compound, you know? Yeah. So 
Yeah, but I was nope. thinking it might not have been so far away that no one would hear an M60 roaring for a full clip. Well, I got to imagine if they're neo-Nazis and they've got guns that they probably like to shoot things from, from on occasion. So I, I kind of think they'd be a bit more remote so people wouldn't hear it. So I think the point is, and I'm, I'm going to contend this. All right. Walt I know plan. where you're going. Walt's, go had a, Walt's had a plan. Everything in this episode was about Walt's plan. And if mm. we establish early on that he's using these people to call the police for all these other reasons, you probably have them at a certain point, like at a certain time or a certain place, you call the police to come here. Because that's what, mm. you know, because the beauty of it, he dies in the meth lab. So now, after everyone's been taken out, when we go back to taking credit, now it's going to be seen that he was the guy that was doing the blue meth all along all this time. It wasn't anyone else. It wasn't Jesse Pinkman or, or anyone else. So he dies with his legacy intact that he was still manufact- the, the blue meth manufacturer after all. He does, tell, he does tell he does tell Skyler that the police will come to him. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Bing bang boom. So that would yeah. seem to lead lend some credence to your your wild assumption, Scott. <laughs> wild <laughs> assumption. So when they were still inside, and uh, the um, and, and Jesse picked up the gun, there were sirens going past my neighborhood. And I had to mute Breaking Bad for a moment because I couldn't tell. They, they weren't right here, but I couldn't tell if those sirens were in the show or here in real life. And so I muted. Like I didn't want them to be in the show yet. Um, so I muted, and sure enough, they were here, but then it was only a few minutes later they were there. But... Did you hear about the people in Connecticut who called 911 because the cable had like cut out during Breaking Bad? No. They oh. called 911. God. They, they, the Connecticut um, police had to put up a notice on their Facebook page saying that misusing the 911 lines is a you know, criminal offense. You know, th- those wow. are the same. Those are the same people who are upset about Lydia being killed off by Walt. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a question Jeez. that I thought of, um, or someone else thought of. I no, I, I'll say I thought of because I can't remember who it was someone else. So. In this, now I just got through saying that Walt had a plan, and yada yada yada. But one little thing about that plan: if Walt doesn't take that bullet, if Walt doesn't get shot by his own M60, what's his plan at that point? Because if Jesse doesn't shoot him, and again we're going up, going with the Vince Gilligan theory, he which, just gets up like he was going to do in the bar up north, only he gives up in a position of power having taken care of business. Okay, I, so, I, I think I'm his plan was what he believe. was going to get shot. Okay. I think he that was... Jesse changed the plan, and he was kind of lucky that he got shot while protecting Jesse. I, what I was suspecting is <laughs> I was, was lucky to get shot. <laughs> well, no, because I thought he was going to just hit the button, and they would all go out in a blaze of glory. Um, not so glory, but I, I, might, I might believe that more because if he, because everything he's been doing has been leading up, it seems like he knows he's going to die. Yes, and that's why that's why he gives Skyler the lottery ticket to use as leverage to get her out from under it. If he know if if his plan in any way takes the form that oh well the police might just catch me, then that the whole thing with Skyler becomes a little bit moot. I think. 
Yeah. I, I just think, I think also, I don't think he wants to waste away from cancer in prison. Definitely. But, but think right. of this, Scott. Even if he'd fucked up and not killed the Nazis with his machine gun robot, if he'd been killed on the Nazi premises and your plot was and your your thinking is true and his plan was to get the police up there, then they would have caught that. Right, right, right. True. Mm-hmm. I I just I just think that once once they gave this character, once they gave Walter White cancer again, they gave this character a death sentence. Mm-hmm. His death was going to be inevitable no matter what. He wasn't going to get go into remission again. We weren't, gonna, especially if he's only getting monthly treatments for chemo and considering what his life is. He's going to die. He knows he's going to die. Mm-hmm. So this, what I refer to, I'm gonna, I, I, I'll do it one more last time. Quote my book. What I refer to what he's doing as a list. I actually ended up calling it a bucket list because these are all the things he's doing before he dies. Mm-hmm. And you know. He also doesn't have a contingency plan. I don't think he ever has. When he makes a plan, mm-hmm. he assumes it's going to happen. He's going to make it work. So he went up there, I, I believe, planning to die with the Aryan Brotherhood. And, and he did. It didn't happen exactly the way he might have envisioned, but it still happened. Because Je- the Jesse part wasn't how he envisioned it. Right, and that's that's actually why I was confused. Not well, not confused, but trying to decide how to interpret the uh, the Jesse scene as either because yeah, I had to wonder would Walt actually think that Jesse was happily complying with the not the neo Nazis all this time? That didn't really ring true to me, but he still but just he may have. I mean, in order to survive. Right. I mean, he, he Jesse has already done things he did not expect Jesse to do that would not have rung true for Jesse because he's loyal to a fault and would never rat. Bing, right. he's a rat. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, you're absolutely right. And that that's now, now, after rethinking what Vince Gilligan said and what you said earlier, then I will go with what the conventional wisdom was in that scene, that when he sees Jesse and he sees the condition he's in and he realizes the hell that Jesse's been in for the last several months, it's his son, you know, it's a yeah. surrogate son, and he feels... That's why it's actually interesting when you have Jesse and Todd fighting each other, and we've talked about this before as well. They're both kind of like weird surrogate sons to Walt. It's like a, I think of it as almost like a Cain and Abel thing of the two of them fighting, except mm-hmm. Walt only genuinely cares about one of them. Well, yeah. one of them was going... had said, you shouldn't have come back, and yeah. had already resigned him to death. <laughs> and the other one was wondering if he brought some ice cream. So you know. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a there was a huge thing on the Stephen Colbert show, uh, the Colbert Report, about the fact they used the Americone Dream in the uh, the episode, which was pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, I still haven't seen all of the episode with Vince Gilligan. So. I haven't watched it yet, so I haven't brought. I only I only saw the tail end that you put yeah. on. I've yeah, yeah, that's that. all I've seen. <laughs> I was like, I, I told you he's he's in he's in like Flynn, no pun intended, with the the Breaking Bad people. Yeah, and like Flynn, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. Kelly, did we have some uh, Facebook comments? We did, yes. All right, so we had we were recently, or you know, just minutes ago, talking about crying and. Heidi posted, holy crap, I am one hot blubbering mess and I've run out of tissues. Sorry, Mr. Sleeve, I will wash you tomorrow. I hope Mr. Sleeve got washed because now it's been two days. That was me saying that part. 
<laughs> Heidi continues. That's the important thing. Yeah. yeah, without my interruption there. I'm left feeling very satisfied and somewhat lonely. That that I think that that sums it up great. And satisfying is the word that I keep. We've all said it here. Mm-hmm. I keep reading it. Um, and and yeah. Just well, that's nice. the word they promised, and True. they came yeah. through. <laughs> they absolutely did. They absolutely did. Uh, then Ty- Heidi also. Now let me before I read this to you, <laughs> let me remind everyone that Heidi last week had posted about. Uh, having a, a weird crush on Todd. So you can go back and listen to the end of last week's episode. And then ah, this. the psychopath. Yes. Meth, meth, meth Damon. Yes. <laughs> so Heidi writes, poor Todd. He really wanted to be on WW's side all the way up to the end. What a super guy. <laughs> She's trolling, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one commented on it, so no one. Uh, no one I just did. It. All right. Well, on, on the web page, on the Facebook page, nobody fed the troll. Um, okay. Then Michelle wrote in, and and Michelle, by the way, um, we know from Facebook was at the screening in the cemetery That's live right. in L.A. with the cast and crew, and that yeah. must have been and amazing. We'll, we'll be hearing about that uh, soon. Awesome. Okay, so Michelle wrote, I know that some people were disappointed that Walt and Flynn, Walt Jr., were not able to say goodbye or mend fences. But you have to realize that Flynn wanted nothing more to do with his father, and there's no way that Walt could bridge that huge chasm. So even though Walt was able to say goodbye to Skylar and Holly, leaving Flynn alone was what Flynn wanted. So Walt honored that. Um, then she writes, I'm not technically sad that Breaking Bad is over. I'm so happy and satisfied with the series and the ending. How can I really be sad? Dare I say it was flawless. I was mesmerized. Being at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery amongst all the other Breaking Bad fans and cast was surreal to begin with. But watching the episode unfold the way it did and how it touched on every important point, plot point and character, the term pitch perfect comes to mind. That must have been magical. Yeah. I I can imagine. Oh, my goodness. This has been just amazing. Um, okay. And then last one here from Michaela. I was more than satisfied with the end. There's a more than satisfied. So satisfying wasn't good enough here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than, but it is funny. We all keep using that word, satisfied. I love, um, the concept of, I love that concept of more than satisfied, though. <laughs> yeah. So is that sated? You know, there are a few words that may like beyond satisfied. So. Like when someone Saturated. says 100, like yes. when someone says 110% or something. Yeah, like, there you go. Yeah. Okay, but Chris, saturated, that is technically a chemistry term. <laughs> so maybe she was super saturated, also technically a chemistry term, yeah. like with southern um, su- uh, sweet tea. You know, you, you put the sugar oh, in when it's still hot. Crap. Yeah. Well, there you go. So you put the sugar in when it's still <laughs> hot, and that's how you super saturate Extra sugar Ugh. in there. Yeah. Dude, I thought I was getting lemon tea. I got that sweet tea crap. Oh. Okay, well, Walt would be proud that we're talking about chemistry here, okay? We were doing we were doing so well for so long. Uh-oh, we're, we're on a tangent that Scott disapproves of. All right. So I'll go back to Michaela's being more than satisfied or being super saturated with the end. So 
They hit all the right notes, brought back lots of people, Badger and Skinny Pete, for the win. That's what FTW means, right? Mm -hmm. For the win? Okay. Um, Walter being killed in the end by his own bullet, saving Jesse. Perfect. Jesse getting away made me so happy. Hopefully he can move on and do all those things Walter told him he could do. He could like getting married and having a family. It will no doubt take years for him to get back to normal, but at least he has a chance. He will probably never step foot on the wrong side of the law again. <laughs> and finally, poor crazy Todd. Glad Jesse got that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for your comments and for writing in. Oh, and there was uh, one more. Oh gosh! All right, let me. Yeah. Do you have it open? No. All right. Well, I'll I'll stump. The only person we didn't get to revisit was Wendy. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, we didn't see her this whole this whole season, half season. Mm-hmm. I was sad about that. Yes. Yes. Everyone knows it's Wendy. Yes. Okay, so I've got, uh, yes, one more from Dan. Um, I'd say that this show is like the best drug ever. Ozymandias was our highest high, and the last two episodes were coming down from that, but with no negative side effects. Which then makes me think of the Huey Lewis and the News song, I Want a New Drug. Yeah, I won't (laughs) sing. (laughs) One that won't make me, what? Well, just let, let Chris sing it. To sing. Who knows the words? Oh my God! I need the music to make it come back. Bom, 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 bom. <laughs> Thank you. I can't, I can't believe I'm crying again. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. So if any, you know, if there are any youngsters out there who don't know that song, just one that won't make it me up. sick. Yeah. One that won't make, make me, me crash my car or make me feel ten. <laughs> Feet thick, something three. like that. Ten, three feet ten, thick, sorry. Ten feet. Oh, someone needs it large. <laughs> I don't know what it means. So. Oh, my. Oh. Supersize it. There you go. It's not that kind of podcast. Not yet. <laughs> we can piss off Scott a little bit more. Come on. Oh. <laughs> we what, could. About the, what about the baby? Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a breaking lost epilogue? Oh fuck if I know. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're absolutely right, Chris. <laughs> I think we've done it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I can make up one on the spot if you like. Uh, uh, so so Jesse so. So Jesse Jesse drives the El Camino. He he makes a stop in El Paso, and he runs goes into what he thinks is a group therapy meeting, but it turns out it's a bunch of uh, lost fans getting together who are all upset that uh, people are more excited about the Breaking Bad finale than theirs. So he tells all the bitches to shut up, and then Dude. he leaves. That's the last, <laughs> and that's the uh, that's my epilogue. Well, if he's going through El Paso, he has to pick up Felina on the way. Well, he picks up a kitty cat. Is that all right? That's fine. That's fine. He needs a kitten. Everyone needs a kitten. That's what this show has been missing. I wanted a kitty kitten. There haven't been like, oh, there was was the Tortuga in the one episode. Otherwise, we don't really have animals in it. 
Well, we well Jesse's a dog, and he says bitch all the time, which is a female yeah. dog. So There's there you a go. stray dog running across the road. That's true. That's right. Yeah. That I one. still wonder about that dog. Yeah. Yeah. Loose thread. What did it mean? <laughs> it mean? No. Here we have the result. See, it was just walking away. Jesse got away. We should have taken it as a sign that Jesse was going to live. Oh. Now, I in retrospect, think... we know it was foreshadowing. There you go. I assume the car backed up over the dog. So for the... No. <laughs> I guess the police could uh, inadvertently run over Jesse, and he could be dead on the side of the road right now. But that's not what I'm going to believe. Uh, yeah. Susan, do you want me to tell people how they can get in touch for the... Um, yeah, for the uh... future. All right, so we'll be back in a few weeks with a look back at the um, at the whole season and the whole series. So send us your questions and your comments. You can send it by email to geekgirlsoup at gmail.com or voicemail 503-447-6871 or in the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash geek girl soup sorry geek girl soup and if you're listening to this you must be on the web page so just click on the links (laughs) you'll find us (laughs) it's easy (laughs) i guess if you downloaded it and you're listening in your car then wait till you get home okay don't text and drive so click on that link to itunes give us a five-star rating and a and a wonderful smashing review and geek on. <laughs>